Welcome back to Thinking Logically. We're back. We're back after a two-week break. Joe, what's going on over there? Same old, same old, man. Enjoying the, I guess you would call it the fall of our republic. That, that, that was the big thing going on. Uh, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? I think I said that to you, what, about two weeks ago? Because we've been all kind of <laughs> slow recording. And that's been like the new internet uh, sensation. The question everyone keeps on asking, Mark, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? Now, for, for clarity, I, I want to say this includes the Roman Republic, too. So, <laughs> I would say y- you have to mention the Republic, yeah. Uh, late Republic. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think about it quite often, actually. You know, I'm, I, I love the Romans, and those are our ancestors, Joe. So, of course, we think about them all the time. A couple times a week, you know. I'm actually I was actually looking at a video this morning. How did wealthy Romans spend their money? And we could probably tie that back into today as well <laughs> uh, with the Biden crime family. I'm sure we'll get to that. But uh, tell us how the Roman Empire came to a came to a screeching halt, Joe. Uh, <clears throat> there, or, was there, slow, uh, or was it a slow halt? Uh, I, I, I guess you could define it either way, but what really started accelerating it was when they just couldn't define their borders and made anyone was able to become a citizen. There, there really wasn't any true Romans anymore. The, and then next thing you know, you got the Visigoths coming in and sacking Rome. So to answer your to answer the question though, because my wife wanted me to give like a hard number, I said between five point nine and six point one days a week. <laughs> and like, and, and just saying that, like, okay, anytime I think of the border, like I could think back on the Visigoths coming across the border and sacking Rome, like I said, the endless wars, you talk about Ukraine, anything like that, endless wars. I mean, there was, there was a, there, with the Pax Roma, there was a brief period where I think there was a hundred years of, of, of peace, maybe. I can't remember. <clears throat> yeah. Um, any just terms of like society, like crossing the Rubicon, like, the, I think of that like anytime a big event happens, there's no going back. Like, for instance, when we indicted a former president, uh, the missing eagle after the battle of the uh, the three legions were lost in the Teutonberg Forest. The standard, yeah. And when you think of eagle, I'm thinking of the missing jet. That's I, I guess it was found <laughs> out, but since our last time we recorded, for those that aren't aware, we we lost the F-34 fighter jet, <laughs> the most advanced fighter jets in the world. But it's just, I think about it all the time because it has meaning today. It has a lot of meaning today. And uh, I think we're seeing, this is, I think what we're seeing here is America is a late stage Roman Empire. The empire, the Roman Empire eventually came to a halt, right? Um. Is, American, is America's empire coming to a halt? That's what we all have to ask ourselves. Is this the end of the empire? The empire meaning from like the late 1800s to pretty much, you know, the present day. Um, <clears throat> but we are seeing a complete invasion of our southern border in the last couple of weeks. Worse than it's ever been before. Tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of, of people pouring across our border. We've seen the government grant, 
uh, what kind of, well, not amnesty, but protection to 400,000 Venezuelans that have come across the border since they are fleeing from Venezuela. Uh, we are seeing different countries in Latin America go through, you know, uh, emergencies because of the number of migrants coming through their country. Uh, it, it, it's not sustainable. Since the Biden administration has uh, been in Washington, I believe I saw this number the other day, four million migrants have come across our border, southern border. Four million. Why did they come, Joe? I mean, what is the incentive to come to the United States? I mean, why do so many people want to come here? Four million people, Joe. That's like adding another, I don't know, Chicago, Houston to this country. I mean, what are people going to say enough is enough? You're actually seeing it now, to be quite honest with you. New York City, we've seen <clears throat> uh, AOC. In uh, Mayor Eric Adams get absolutely destroyed by uh, citizens of New York who have had enough. We've seen it in Chicago, people fed up. We've seen it in other places too. I, I, what, it, it's getting worse and worse and worse, and there's no end in sight. One percent. You're adding one percent of the country's population in illegal immigrants that we have no idea where they came from, really where they're going once they get here or what they're doing. And which is kind of a big deal because I don't know, they're not American. <laughs> I mean, does anyone, does anyone care about this? Does anyone care about this? And you see what they're doing in Congress, Mark, with every single bill that has to do with the border. It's all being tied to money for Ukraine too. So there's going to yeah. be no bill, get, no, no bill done. They're on the verge of a government shutdown, and we have an impeachment inquiry going on in the House. I think fourth one in the history of the United States, the fourth impeachment inquiry. Yes, Trump was one. Trump was for sure one. Nixon was one. Clinton was one. I guess this is the other one. I guess Andrew Johnson wasn't one, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, things are converging. The, again, these things don't happen overnight. These things happen very slowly. But we are seeing the convergence of all of these things happening at the same time. Um, no one wants to see a government shutdown, right? You're talking furloughed workers, people not getting paid, the government losing hundreds of millions of dollars every day. I, but <clears throat> at some point, <laughs> you have to draw a line in the sand, right? I mean... We can't keep giving money to Ukraine when we are $33 trillion in debt. And as much as we love them, Donald Trump added, what, $7 trillion to that, apparently. And Joe Biden has added another 6 or so. And he's only in his third year in office. I mean, they are running deficits. I mean, what, what are we doing in Washington? This is, this is a Democrat and Republican problem. They are spending like drunken sailors. Uh, I don't know when it ends, honestly. If it does. It hasn't stopped since when, Joe? Early 2000s? You could, you could honestly say ever. Ever. <laughs> since, 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 I mean, the war in Afghanistan was costing how many millions of dollars a day? Or hundreds of millions of dollars a day? 
there's been so much so so much just wasting going on for decades you're just you're just i feel like maybe we're just starting to notice it i i, I don't know maybe that could be it because it's so it's so obvious it wasn't this obvious before it's like completely obvious they have no cover stories anymore this is i mean you made a good point though we're dealing with a bunch of problems this would be like a ton of problems the border the spending the endless wars the fact that we have a geriatric patient in the white house we have a, a brain dead person in the senate i i mean this this would be like you talk about the roman empire them dealing with hannibal versagenerix uh the visigoths and the yeah. bubonic plague all at once <laughs> right i don't even know they just authorized a couple hundred million dollars for everyone to order at-home COVID tests. Joe, who's still testing for COVID? People are. That's cra- it's the crazy, craziest thing ever. They, they just uh, brought that back like a magician, just out of a hat. They just brought it yeah. back. Next thing you know, you go anywhere, Walmart, Target, any, any big chain store, you got the people wearing the masks again. I, I don't know how they get the, the messaging out so quickly. It's very good messaging. It is amazing. It's amazing. And... I just when I saw that I said, oh, here's a couple hundred million dollars for at-home COVID tests. Anyone could order them. What? Oh my gosh! I, it, we are so screwed. And Joe, out of all of these problems going on today, all everything we probably didn't even name half of them. In your opinion, what is the number one problem that we are facing right now today? Ah. Uh. <clears throat> I honestly want to say the border, but I'll do you one better. I, I would say it's our own people in government. They're the problem. They're the main problem. Yeah, It all stems from them. They are the problem. Yeah, they are the problem. <laughs> but, but honestly, if you want like a, a realistic answer, because I mean, you have to say the border. I, I was going to say the border. The border. How we can continue going, what, again, why are people coming here by the millions, number one? Number two, why are are they letting them in the country? Why why don't we have a secure border, Joe? What's the incentive to get these people, to keep these people here, to let them come? What, what, What am I missing here, Joe, on the political end? Because it has to be political. There has to be some sort of reason that they're letting them come into the country like this. I mean, is this okay? I, uh, I can't think of it. So, you got the next election coming up. If they're gonna cheat, I, I told we we just talked about the. I get I get a mail in ballot the other day. It had the wrong middle name and it had me <clears> as a junior. I'm not a junior, and my middle name isn't William. Well, that was a mail in ballot application because okay, my so wife got the same one. Re- regardless, the fact that they don't even have the name right is hilarious. So, are they letting these people in? To, just fluff the numbers on, on voting for 2024? I, I don't know. I, I can't give you an answer, but these people are doing that. You see New York, New York City, Eric Adams. It was a sanctuary city until all of a sudden it wasn't. Until all of a sudden the immigrants got there and it wasn't anymore. Yeah. Like Dan Bongino says, it, it, it's, it, it hasn't gotten bad enough yet because we're still electing Democrats people who support open borders and are soft on crime. It hasn't gotten bad enough yet. And Dan Bongino says all the time, almost every day in his podcast, and he's absolutely right. 
it must not be bad enough yet for people to keep voting Democrats back into office. The border, though, is insane. Um, it's absolutely insane. Eagle Pass, Texas, Joe. I mean, the, some of the videos we've seen coming out of Eagle Pass are, it, it, it's, it's nuts. I don't even know what to say. I mean, people were just walking across. Let's have, uh, have, let's have someone describe this, what's going on at Eagle Pass. I don't know who this is, who, which house member this is. It's not John Coretta. By the way, Eagle Pass, <laughs> uh, if we were talking geographically speaking here, where is Eagle Pass, Texas? It's southwest of San Antonio, uh, right along the Mexico-U.S. Uh, border, obviously. Um, kind of down there in no man's land, northwest of Nuevo Laredo, Mexico. But um, the closest big city here would be San Antonio. Actually, very close to Uvalde. Go figure. Go ahead. What happened with Uvalde? Ah, We'll get into that next episode. We'll keep on putting it off. We'll figure out eventually whatever happened with that, putting parents in handcuffs and and stuff while they used hand sanitizer. Anyway, here's a clip about the border. Guys, I would have never seen the border firsthand if this woman didn't know that I needed to see it immediately upon entering the United States Senate. I followed up with a trip with John Cornyn because they care. These people down there, Senator Blackburn would talk to them. She knew them. We walked through and we got to hear women tell us their story. And their stories are brutalizing. And to Senator Cruz's point, if you're not telling it, that's on you. Because when a woman sits there and she tells you not just about being raped, but how many times a day she's raped. When she tells you about having to lay in that bed while they come in and out and in and out. It's disgusting and it's despicable. Folks, you look at the number of people that have died at the border. <clears throat> Because Joe Biden has made it more and more enticing to come here. Make no mistake, this is a result of failed policies. We could fix this. We can't throw money at this and fix it. We have to actually change the policies. I looked in the eyes of CBP agents who said we're exhausted. We're not only having to be paper pushers, we're also trying to do what we did, what we took an oath of office to do, and that is protect this border. But when they tell you about finding small children who have drowned in that river or pulling a lifeless body of a woman who is pregnant with twins. It changes the way you think about what's happening. Drug cartels, guys, they have their tentacles all over this country. We need you to start telling that story. To Senator Cruz's point, they will tell you exactly how much they pay to get here. Then they'll tell you where they're going what their job's going to be, and how much more they owe. Got it? And guess what? Just the other day in Alabama, a gentleman told me, if you will come back here with me in this neighborhood right behind you, you will see migrants who are here illegally, and they will tell you about the drug cartels coming around every other week to collect. Guys, that's not the American dream. That's an American nightmare. That was Katie Britt, Republican. Uh, Senator from, I believe that was. <clears throat> um, yeah. Speaking of Katie's, we should also mention this: Arizona is a border state, and its governor, Katie Hobbs, is apparently missing in action and took a plane somewhere and is, I don't know, delegated her position as the third in line, the treasurer. Who who is it? I don't even know. But another another border state that had its leader just abandon it last night. 
crazy. Yep. Um, yeah, the border, uh, we, we could sit on the border all day here. Um, what we're missing is a giant fence down there, and we could have had that for a small price of three, four billion dollars a couple of years ago, but that was too much money. 70 billion to Ukraine is fine, but four billion for our border fence, that was too much for the House and the Senate and everyone else. So, um, uh, I mean, that it's just very, very sad. I, I really don't understand what we're doing here with this immigration. Um, Joe, if Donald Trump takes office, he's reelected. <clears throat> he said he was going to lead the, the, the largest in U.S. history. Do you think he's going to round up some of these illegal migrants and send them back to where they came from? Listen. They, the, the, when it happens, because it will happen, the media will make this out to be like the trail of tears. For sure. Get, get, get ready. Yes, it's going to happen. And yes, the media is going to make it look like he's rounding them up in, tra- in cattle cars. Yes, I agree. This, it, it's, it's, it's a juicy... Th- 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 that would be their chance to finally go on the attack and maybe win some hearts and minds over to their side. Until one of these illegal immigrants starts shooting up a school or a neighborhood, which I'm sure has already happened. You just don't hear, hear yeah. about it in the news. But how do you deport like tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of illegal migrants? Listen, this is... <clears throat> I, I, I just feel like we would... I'm not going to say every single one will be accounted for. But like in 2023, you can't tell me they don't have the technology to know where most of these people are. Yeah. It's a general location. They should. And shame on them if they don't. But. Well, they, they're giving them IDs. Correct? Did, did you see that? Yeah. Hilarious. I, I, it, 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 none of it makes any sense. And, and it all crosses with another narrative because they're giving these people IDs. Are they going to use these IDs to vote? Because... That was the first thing I thought of. So you're going to give them IDs, but you're saying it's racist to ask for an ID when you go to vote in person. People's heads are going to explode in 2024 with just like, I guess, what's yeah. the double speak or double think or whatever it's called from 1984, where you could think one thing to be true and know it's actually not true. Yeah. I, 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 but yeah, our yeah. borders. To put it mildly, and it's gonna take—it's gonna take some major cleaning up. Like, would you even want to be the next president of this country? Part of me would, because if you can come in there and clean things up and, and turn things around, you'd be looked at extremely favorably uh, in the history books. And I'm gonna make a good point. <clears throat> this is why it has to be Trump and not Ron DeSantis or Vivek or anyone else, because. When you try to clean up, you, you see how they're going to attack you for trying to clean up. Like I said, the narratives are already set. They'll make this out like the Trail of Tears and him like Andrew Jackson, like uh, as if he's driving them like cattle yeah. uh, out of the Midwest, <laughs> out of the Southwest. Um, <clears throat> well, speaking of that, um, we saw this ABC News poll come out, ABC Washington Post. Donald Trump leading by 10 points. Joe, I don't buy this. Uh, are you buying it? Um, <clears throat> okay, so 
I don't, I don't buy the reason for the poll. I, I feel like the reason is to like warn Joe Biden, look, drop out. You're not running. It's clear you're going to lose to Trump. This is your warning. Drop out now. That's my <laughs> thought. What That's else could it be? All of a sudden, he made up 10 points in, in, in a couple weeks after getting indicted four times? I mean, I guess it's possible, but according it doesn't to work with other narratives. According to Real Clear Politics, I'm looking at the um, – right now, Trump is leading by uh, 1.1%. In a general election matchup. These are the real clear politics poll averages. When I saw that he was up by 10, I thought, okay, well, it could either be an outlier. Maybe they didn't, maybe their methodology was wrong. Or, or like you said, it's a signal to Biden saying, you need to drop out. All right. Um, and, and let me, let me finish here. Cause there's a couple other things I was thinking about with this. You, <laughs> The, you know, we haven't seen any any outlier polls saying that Biden's up, right? All no. the polls we've seen are it's Trump plus one, Trump plus two, and a mat, head-to-head matchup. Even we haven't seen any outlier polls saying Biden's up five, Biden's up eight, or up ten. So either the tide is shifting, right, or some sort of methodology with their polling went astray or the third option would be, as we just said, um, it's a sign that Biden needs to, to, to drop out or the media is ready to dump him. Okay. Or needs to dump him. I don't think he's going to willingly step aside. I just don't buy it. This guy has been in Washington DC his whole life. He's, a piece of shit human being. He's, he's basically scum, uh, you know, when it comes to talking about politicians. This guy has worked his whole life to be in Washington, to be where he's at now. He's not going to step aside willingly. Um, where, do, where do they go from here, Joe? That, that's a good question. You have to, you have to war game it out. <clears throat> he's, he's not going to leave willingly. They can't let it lead to impeachment. They're going to, I told you, they're going to have the 25th Amendment this dude. That's the only thing it could be. Yeah. If, if the impeachment goes through, that's like a criminal thing. There's nothing illegal about having to leave office because you have dementia or keep on falling down or keep on telling the same five stories that are wrong over and over and over again or claim your son was killed in Iraq fighting Nazis, for all he said knows now. I mean... Yeah. It, it, ha- it has to be... Where it goes from here is he's not going to be... Like we've, like we've said this podcast for months, he's not going to be the nominee and it has to be the 25th Amendment. Or... or and I say this like laughing because I don't want to have anyone knock on my door at, at 4 a.m. Or he has to die. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I know. Ah, oh, man, it is. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. Like, like we've said before in this podcast, things are going to get extremely, extremely interesting over the next year or two. Um, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I don't know what, what's, what, 
Biden's end game is going to be, what, how, how this is going to, uh, you know, come to a head for him. But um, speaking of Nazis, we've, we saw uh, the Canadian Parliament actually recognize and honor a, uh, a, a literal Nazi uh, who fought in the uh, Hitler's SS. Joe, what was your first take when you saw this? The, the if you know memes, the Ben Affleck meme where he's just smoking a cigarette, just going <sighs> outside. If you know like that, because it's like, come on, like didn't didn't Justin Trudeau call all the truckers Nazis, and now he's inviting yeah. a Nazi into the, the House of Commons or whatever it is, I don't know, in Parliament, whatever it is in Canada, and they give him was it two standing ovations? Yeah, something like that. And then he called it Russian propaganda, Joe. Listen, there's nothing Russian. There's nothing propaganda at all. And they said that he was had Nazi ties. There were no ties. He was a full-blown Nazi. He was in the Waffen-SS. That is like, there's like Hitler, and then there's like the Waffen-SS, if you know history. He was in the Waffen-SS. I mean... Those were the, the Nazis at the core. Like those are the people that had their 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 uh, blood type tattooed on their arms. So like they were the first ones to be cared for because they were the the, the Nazis. The uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know if you had to be blonde hair, blue eyed to be in the Waffen SS, but you might have had to be. I, I don't know. And yet they honored him in Canadian Parliament. Gave him a standing ovation. Yep. And then went on to blame it on Russian disinformation. Again, it's only it's the hypocrisy of them calling everyone else Nazis, and then they bring an actual Nazi and salute the actual Nazi. Yeah, Waff, Waffen SS. Google Google Waffen SS and just let me know what you find. Yep, and you could also make a case that we are funding Nazis in Ukraine. Yes or no? Yes. Uh, well, well, eventually they're starting to admit that, but you. In 2022 of February, February 2022, you were looked at like a crazy person if you said, hey, wait a minute, there's money going to Ukraine. We're giving it to Nazis. This whole Azov battalion, there was articles written even as late as like 2014. Shut up. No, we're defending democracy. Russia invaded Ukraine and they just want to defend their democracy. You, You can't talk to some people. You can't talk to some people. I know. I know. It, it, it's it's insane. It's insane. Uh, what else, Joe? Uh, what about this fighter jet? I thought of you when I saw this fighter jet um, go missing. Why would the pilot hit eject and then abandon an $80 million plane? Not, none of it makes any <clears throat> sense at all. This is from Colin Rugg. Here's what we know. Two fighter jets were flying side by side when the incident took place. For unknown reasons, the jet's transponder isn't working. The incident took place over North Charleston. The jet's range is 1,200 miles. However, it's not known how much fuel was in the jet at the time of ejection. The search for the jet is now... Well, they found the jet, obviously. This is from a few few days ago. But it makes no sense. How how does this happen? How, how, How did he... I don't have any answers for this at all, but the fact that 
the, the Department of Defense or someone on Twitter was asking just normal citizens to help for help in finding a American military aircraft in 2023. Mark, how how is this possible? Or I mean, are we we are not ready for for a war by any means necessary? No. This should be painfully obvious after after something like this. I just don't understand how this happens. Something like this happens. It's one of the most advanced planes in the United in, in the world, and they couldn't find it. Though this is where this uh, I can't remember if I sent you this. This is where it got weird. So this is from Flight Radar Twenty Four. The U.S. military is searching for a missing F-35B in South Carolina after the pilot ejected yesterday and the jet kept flying. If you have seen the F-35 in the woods, please contact the U.S. Marines. And it shows the flight pattern after he ejected. And then Sean Davis makes a good point. Why would a pilot eject from a plane that could still fly? None of this makes any sense. And we'll never get an answer to that, Mark. This, this story is already out of the news cycle, as you can see. Yeah. Again, this, we've talked about this every episode. This is something that, like, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years ago would be a story for weeks or months. It was out of the news cycle before we even had a chance to figure anything out. Like, you brought Uvalde. We don't even know anything about Uvalde. And that was years ago. We still don't even know if COVID-19 came from a lab or not. Well, we heard more on that this week. Uh, not to change the subject, but we heard the CIA secretly escorted uh, your boy, Dr. Anthony Fauci, in the CIA headquarters to t- tell him that this was a uh, zoonotic origin. Yeah. Stuck his little ass in a, probably a little briefcase, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But that's not anything. Like that, that, if, if, if someone else was president today and CNN got a story like that and it was Dr. Peter McCullough or something sneaking in, but it would be national headline news. There, 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 there would be calls for impeachment. Some, some, something, something would happen. Yeah. Oh. The CIA that has biolabs all over the United States and probably in Wuhan and, and Thailand, the CIA was escorting Dr. Fauci. Hmm. 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 I don't know. Let me know if you find anything. I guess. <laughs> Um, all right, what else did we see in the last couple of weeks since we've recorded? Lauren, Lauren Boebert, by the way, grandmother at 36 years old. Lauren Boebert looking, if she's not the best looking member of Congress, Joe, I don't know who is, but she was, you know, feeling, feeling her date a little bit. Um, definitely getting close, a little vape, a little vape action in the movie theater. I know you had you had her listed here. What do you think these, about Lauren? these? Okay, so a couple of things here. The first point I want to hammer home is the pictures of her getting caught vaping in the theater got way more airtime than any of Hunter Biden's photos that I've seen over the past three or four years. <laughs> just just point. for a second. Number two, why is there a night vision camera at a theater focused directly on a U.S. Rep- congresswoman? That's a good point. I never thought about that. I, I, I don't know. Number, and number three is, who is this mystery guy? I heard he has Democratic ties. So I, I looked into this, and I, I mean, I can't I can't prove anything, obviously. It's just, just a theory I have. But was she kind of, like, set up? 
I don't know, not like catfish, but like eh, maybe divorced. This guy, whatever, comes along. Maybe he's charming. I don't know. I mean, this is total conspiracy talk here. They go out for a date, and he totally just does this. Gets her to vape, and for, knowing that she's going to be on camera doing it. So, I don't know. I, uh, it deserves more looking into, but the, the worst thing is, it's not even a real story. Like, when you got, like, the president and the president's son doing deals with China, a congressman vaping inside of a theater isn't that big of a deal. Not when you got F-35s missing or Chinese weather balloons flying across the country <clears throat> or all this other stuff going on. Children being shot and no answers in Uvalde. You, you brought up Uvalde. I'm sorry. I just, I'm never going to get that out of my head now. MSNBC was having a field day with this story. Non-story, I should say. I mean, they were, they were loving the fact that Lauren Boebert was caught vaping in a movie theater and had to get escorted out. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, let's talk about another member of Congress, and that would be Senator John Fetterman. So uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer roll back the dress code for the Senate. Joe, why are they caving oh, to a no. little caveman, to a freshman <laughs> senator? Listen, if there's one thing that this podcast and we have been spot on about since I look back, I think it was episode two, it's been John Fetterman. They, for, for months, for months, Mark, we've argued, made the point that this guy's going to need all these special limitations and he's not going to be able to do the job. And, and to his campaign, the doctors, everyone has said the exact opposite. He's not going to need any restriction, no work restrictions from the doctor, no work restrictions. And then all that's happened since are all these new rules for John Fetterman. Like you could, you could be a senator from a mental institution, apparently. Uh, if you can't dress yourself, you can wear a hoodie and flip-flops in the Senate chamber. I mean, what's going to stop someone from dressing up like a wizard? Like every day is going to be Halloween on the floor. Every day is going to be Halloween on the floor. When I first saw this, I thought that they changed the dress code to just, you know, maybe walking the halls of Congress, not actually on the Senate floor. Joe, correct me if I'm wrong here, but he is allowed to wear a hoodie and shorts on the Senate floor. Is that correct? He had the gavel in his hand, and I don't know if he had sleeves on, Mark. Dear Lord. I'm not, he's not even – it's not that he – He's chairing the committees. Mark, he has the gavel in his hand. Amazing. Let's, let's play a clip real quick from him. Um, this is a few days ago. This is last week, actually. Him on the Chris Hayes show talking, talking about the Biden impeachment inquiry. I think, I don't know. How things have operated since that deal was... A bipartisan deal was struck for certain top-line spending numbers for all of the funding bills that have to be passed to make the budget keep the government running. The Senate has basically been delivering those and passing them by big 91-7 bipartisan majorities. The House today looks like it's falling apart. You've already got 17 no votes in that House Republican caucus saying we're not passing anything. What, what do you think's happening here? You know, like, I, I truly, I was I was very proud of my colleagues, you know, because they're really about governance. That's what it is. 
and on the other, the, the house, the, the whatever they call themselves, Team America or whatever they call themselves, I'm just like, hey, I just like, bring your vote. You know, otherwise, you know, they need to go hump a different leg. Um, the... <laughs> what? I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. But like, I, I feel like, they're, like they should be trying to hide John Fetterman. If you're the Democratic caucus, he should not be on any committees he should he shouldn't be chairing any committees that's that's for sure but it's almost like they want this guy front and center and i honestly mark i can't figure out why i told you the liberals especially here in pittsburgh think this is so cool think this is awesome that he can wear he is the man that he wears hoodies and shorts on the senate floor i'm telling you joe it's a mindset that we can't wrap our heads around that these liberals have who in the right mind could think this is okay yet we do i it, just it's it's amazing to me it's amazing i don't know let's play one more john fetterman clip let's give him a chance this is him this is <clears throat> this is him at the picket line for the united auto workers my message to the, the CEOs, the CEOs is, you know, it's seventy-four million dollars, you know, collectively earning that. You know, how many yachts can they need? You know, you know the the yacht, it, the water uh, ski behind it. You know, I mean, it's it's crazy. You know, I don't. How many of the yachts do CEOs? I guess you mean CEOs or CFOs uh, need to ski behind it, Mark? <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what that means. I mean, I, he I don't just... Know, I don't know what any of it means, but it's... Uh, You're he, right, though. You would think they'd be trying highlight... to hide him. Yeah. He's a human highlight reel. He's a human highlight reel. I, I texted sure. your dad. I texted your dad the picture of, of him walking the Senate, the halls, in that... I mean, he looked homeless. And then he later, you see him go in, and he's chairing one of the committees, and I said to your dad, your dad is just, like, disgusting. How could you not dress up for this, he, this job? I mean, yeah, he's he right. Sent it to me. He sent it to me. Maybe he'll call his office again and, and berate his office staff for letting him wear those things. But, Joe, I mean... Fifth, by the way, I have to say, 50 years from now, people like people, not necessarily <clears throat> your father, but people like your father that were, like, lifelong, like, Dems, pretty much their whole life, that have switched this hard are going to be, like, studied, studied. Yeah. Study that that was that that this is the tipping point right here. When you're when you're getting people like your your father, not only be like, I'm not down, but to be aggressively against it. <laughs> yeah, aggressively against it. Uh, but the mentality is Joe that these liberals love it. They think this is they think this is the greatest thing ever. I, I don't what, understand. What is so great about it? I mean, John Fetterman is is kind of like the standard bearer for liberals here in Pennsylvania. I mean, he's looked at as this like brain dead, progressive, progressive hero, and he, yeah, he's brain dead. He's literally freaking brain dead. You, you, see, what, you see what happened with that F thirty five? We're gonna start having pilots like that that are that, that are clearly yeah. brain dead because he's setting he's setting the standard. John Fetterman yeah. is setting. Standard. He is he is he is the icon 
of of the left here in Pennsylvania. It's hard to even explain to people who don't live here. I mean, he won by freaking like ten points against the doctor, who <laughs> was who was a television against star, a he medical a, doctor. Yeah, he has a star. He has a star on the Hollywood Boulevard. The stars. He has a star. And yet we elected a <laughs> brain dead. What's that? <laughs> oh my goodness, Joe. Um, speaking of uh, PA, uh, the Senate, we saw Dave McCormick uh, announced that he was going to run against Bob Casey. Joe, does Dave McCormick have any chance? Probably not. No. Yeah. He, he didn't even get through the primary last time. Did he even finish in second? Uh, I think he, I think he did. No, no. Remember, he lost to Oz by like a hundred votes or something, like a thousand votes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Okay, uh, the, the the lady was in third, Barrett, I think. Or there was someone. There was someone else that came in third. That wasn't uh, Kathy. Um, Kathy Barnett. Maybe that. Maybe that was it. I don't know. Yeah, you, you probably are right. It was yeah. so long ago. And we never got an answer. We never got final hard numbers. If we on that one, right? But but um, Dave McCormick. Where where was I? I was in. Trying to think where I was. I was in Pittsburgh last week. Where was I? Oh, um, I was in the city last Thursday, and I see a plane uh, flying one of those banners behind it and says, Welcome to Pennsylvania, Dave. And I'm like, Welcome to Pennsylvania, Dave. What does this mean? Took me like five minutes. I'm like, Oh, this has to be about Dave McCormick. And apparently that night, in, this, in uh, the strip district, he was announcing his candidacy for U.S. Senate. Now, um, apparently that the reason for that banner was because he owns houses in like Connecticut or um, I think Connecticut and um, uh, also here in Pittsburgh. Um, but apparently he was living primarily in Connecticut uh, while his daughters finished high school. Um, so beating Bob Casey is going to be very tough. Um, I think he's going for his, like, what, sixth, not sixth term, fifth term in office, I believe. Um, So you're looking at this guy's been in the Senate for like 24 years. Um, Right? Is my math correct there? Six years. 24 years. Yeah, around there. Yeah. Um, So dethroning the king of the Pennsylvania Democratic Party, basically, is going to be very tough. Um, But... uh, but we'll see. I mean, I hope Dave McCormick can do it. He's he's a he's a very wealthy man, married to uh, Dina Powell, a former member of the Bush administration, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yeah, obviously a, a big power couple. Um, not a MAGA guy, um, but uh, his resume is pretty stellar. West Point, uh, U.S. Army, uh, veteran, so all that stuff. So we'll keep an eye on that. That would be next year. Um, maybe the Trump the Trump effect takes Dave McCormick uh, along with him and uh, somehow pulls out a miracle win because God knows we need it. I know Democrats are going to be content or going to be defending several seats in the Senate um, next year. I think how many seats Joe, did I read six? Possibly they're going to be defending at least six seats in the Senate. Probably more than what, next year. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's more than that. Really? Oh, oh okay. just okay. No, no, no. Yeah, I think you're right. Democrats six, six or eight. Okay. Yeah, they're defending. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we'll see. We'll see about that. 
we'll see about that. Um, by the way, do you want do you want Trump to go against Biden? Is that what you're hoping for, or we've seen, uh, you know, kind of you know, listening to some conservative media types talking about there's actually a shadow primary going on between Gavin Newsom and Hillary Clinton to see who's going to step in if they decide to do away with Biden. Gavin Newsom is debating Ron DeSantis in a couple of weeks. Joe, um, first of all, do you want Trump to go against Biden? And what do you think of this Gavin Newsom, Ron DeSantis debate? You mentioned Hillary Clinton. I do want to see them go against Biden because I honestly think whatever's, whatever's the most entertaining on four, I don't know if it will be Biden. Hillary, it'll, Hillary Clinton, a, a, a redux of 2016, that would be epic. Who else could there be? Michelle Obama. Gavin Newsom wouldn't be fun, I don't think. I'm sorry. So I would... I would love to see him go against Hillary Clinton in, oh, in 2024. That, that, that's, sign me up for that right now. Put that as the Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump 2024. Yeah. Uh, Biden, I, I don't know. We, we, he'll, use, he'll, he'll, he'll find some way to get out of it. He's so old and frail. It just won't be a good, it won't be, a, it won't be fun. It won't be, as, it won't be as fun as you anticipate, I don't think, watching They'll hide him again. He cannot possibly run for president from his basement again, from the White House. He could try. Why would Gavin Newsom be debating Ron DeSantis, though? Yeah, I I don't think that's a good matchup for Gavin Newsom, simply because, I don't know, he was recalled a few months ago, and (laughs) California's been a disaster, and Florida really has not been. Um, I, I noticed he made a comment about something Ron DeSantis said on the debate about California, and Gavin Newsom said something about like Ron DeSantis should worry about Miami and I forget the other city. But did Gavin Newsom not realize those are damn run cities? <laughs> um, I wonder how this all is playing out behind the scenes with Kamala, Kathleen Kamala, because they are from the same political circles in San Francisco, you know, along with Nancy Pelosi. So I wonder if Kamala, Cacklin Kamala, is feeling slighted that she's not in this conversation uh, and that it looks like Gavin Newsom could be the one to step in, get called out of the bullpen. It, it, listen, it ain't going to be Kamala. And if you, if you, I think it was Hannity he was talking to, Newsom, if you were paying attention, you noticed that Newsom kind of was linking she he wasn't saying anything bad about kamala but he was linking kamala to the biden administration and i think the biden administration is going to become a dumpster fire really soon and kamala is going to go down with that ship yeah um well you know what joe did we mention we talk about um removing biden did we talk about impeachment not, not really. The, the impeachment inquiry today was the first day. It's literally happening right now. I think it started around like 10 a.m. maybe. A couple hours. Well, what, if, what if they went all the way through and impeached him, even in the Senate? Could that be a way to eliminate him? No, because it's a, it's, it's a criminal. It's, a, it's, it's something criminal, and they're all going to go down for it because they're all – look at Simon Endes. 
he's doing the exact same thing. I mean, people might not know who he is, but he's a Dem senator, and and he's going to get indicted for I, I don't even know the ex- exact um, bribery, <laughs> bribery charges, and you know he was on that Epstein Island stuff too a couple years ago. Yeah. Who did he piss off to get FBI his house raided by the FBI? It's a sacrificial lamb. They do this, and you can sit at home and say, "Oh, wait a minute, see." There's there's no unequal justice. Hunter Biden's getting treated just 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 as bad as Trump. Trump's getting treated just as bad as this Menendez dude. <laughs> uh, you can make the argument, right? Yeah. Hold on, wait. Live right now, John Fetterman talking about Menendez. Hold on. And this, Breaking news. You know that arrogance. You know where he's now saying, "I'm not going anywhere." It's like, <laughs> my dude, you are going somewhere, and it's going to be an election, or it's going to be a conviction, or you have the opportunity for an honorable exit. You know, and the time for that to really choose is really starting to to go, and he has a chance to do that. Do the honorable exit and stop being a massive kind of destruction here for the Senate and for the nation. We try to help his primary challenger. Uh, sure, sure, uh, absolutely. He actually sounds normal there. If you if you actually watch it, he looks he looks crazy. But they want they want they want him to resign to set a standard. Menendez, I think. Uh, I, he's not going to resign. He announced his reelection bid three days after he got a, uh, indicted. Uh, see, if he <laughs> resigns, they could point to that as the shiny example, saying, "See." Senator Menendez did this and he resigned just like they do with Al Franken. See, Al Franklin resigned after his sexual assault scandal. And all he did was, I mean, I, I'm not saying what he did was right or condone it, but I, I don't know what really happened with Al Franklin. If, if he did anything criminal necessarily. Right. It's just cancel culture, man. It's cancel culture. Oh, man. One of the best stories I've seen, though, in the last couple of weeks was the fact that this judge down in Florida um, basically came in and said Donald Trump's property, Mar-a-Lago, is only worth $18 million. They're trying to basically strip him of his, all his businesses in saying that he committed fraud by inflating the price tag of Mar-a-Lago. Did you see this? Okay, time out. Does Trump, it, it, wouldn't it be the people that make the loans out that do this? Yeah, right? Okay, that's number one. Number two. Wait, you, you, you said that a judge in a court of law is getting involved in what a house costs or a property is worth? Why won't they do that with some of Joe Biden's properties and, and how he afforded them in, with China and everything? Do you see how this could work both ways and it's not? When I saw this story, I was like, wait, wait, What? Well, okay, no, you're right, you're right. I, I did look, the, the property right next to it is 0.55 acres and is priced in at 14 or 18 million. Mar-a-Lago is 20 plus acres and they're saying is worth 18 to 20 million. Am I getting these numbers right? I think so. I think you're on the right track there. And it's, and it's, it's open to water. It's waterfront property on more than one side. I believe at least two sides. That's amazing to me. That should be worth. It might be worth ten times that. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make it. And who is a judge to decide? Yeah. What's, what's worth what? It's a slippery slope to go down. 
Oh my. I I, I just I, I hate I, everything. I I don't understand. But does this mean if if they're going after a former president's housing and what it's worth and all, can we do that to other former presidents? And yeah. should we? Should we? Because Barack Obama was a community organizer, wrote a few books after and before he was president, and now all of a sudden is worth like, I don't know, enough money to have a house on Martha's Vineyard and in Hawaii. By the way, whatever happened to Obama chef? Oh, we'll never, not, not a peep. We'll never, we'll never hear anything about that again. No. All these stories are just major, huge, giant stories. But they're out of the news cycle. But you know it's not? January 6th, the insurrection. Yeah, the insurrection, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Joe. What are we, we going to do? I don't know. I, I, I hope people wake up sooner or later because I, I could see the, the last two weeks, and we talked about this privately, I just, I, I, I've been busy. I just haven't been like I usually am. And I could see how like some of these things just fly over people's head. But when you see Biden walking around talking like he is, when you see John Fetterman acting like he is dressed up like a homeless person, like you just got done washing his car. When you see Diane Feinstein getting wheeled in, she can't even, she doesn't even have power of attorney for herself. You got to wonder, hey, should I start paying a little bit more attention here before Rome falls, to put it in lack of a better term? Yeah. I feel like there's a shift going on. I don't know. I don't want to sound biased, but I feel like a shift is happening. Um, I don't know. Do you feel that way too or no? Uh, I felt it in like, I feel like it's slowing down. I, I felt it in like July and August, but September hasn't been like what I thought. Like there's been some really eye-opening revelations and it's just like people walking around, ah, oh, business as usual. Oh, wait a minute. There was a Chinese, there was a Chinese garage that was actually a COVID lab in California, and now everyone's wearing masks, and we got a new vaccine a couple weeks later. Oh, no big deal. I'll just go get vaccinated or wear a mask. <laughs> Speaking of vaccinated, how about the, uh, I did not have this on my bingo card for 2023. You thinking Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey uh, is a deep fake? 100% deep fake. When did they have time to meet when he was at football camp doing two-a-days and she was on the Eras tour going to like 100 different cities across the United States? Do you think Taylor Swift needs that? She doesn't need that. This is not fake, Joe. They can FaceTime. They got private planes. This is not fake. I, I, I think I, – I really, I really think it's fake, especially whenever I see the Pfizer commercial with the Chiefs game with Travis Kelsey and his mother – and it cuts from the, the Pfizer commercial with Travis Kelsey and his mother to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's mother holding hands in, the, in a booth. What would she have to gain out of this? Nothing. Um, marketability? <laughs> Taylor when Swift needs marketability. No, when, she doesn't. When Aaron Rodgers started dating, what was the chick, Olivia Munn? Do you <clears> realize <throat> their marketability skyrocketed after that? <laughs> she doesn't need marketability. She's the most he marketable likes- person on planet Earth. How many how many Kelsey jerseys do you think were sold after by, by what do they call him? Not her. That's him, not her. Hey, may, maybe he's the main beneficiary. I I, I don't know. He maybe, absolutely is. Maybe the NFL paid Taylor Swift. <laughs> um. So did you see this thing about Taylor Swift and this George Soros? So they bought the rights to her music or something like that. Did you see this? 
No. Go on. I got to find this. It's on X somewhere. Maybe I liked it or something like that. <clears throat> but it, it's, it's about um, – where do I say my likes? Okay. This is from Laura Loomer on X. Has Taylor Swift made a deal with George Soros – you're going to love this – and Alex Soros to get the rights to her music back in exchange for getting Zoomers registered to vote Democrat against President Trump ahead of the 2024 presidential election? Gen Z plus Taylor Swift equals Gavin Newsom in the White House. The only way Gavin Newsom gets to the White House is that people with influence start normalizing his radical policies like vaccine mandates and late-term abortion. Gavin Newsom is 100% backed by George Soros, and he is the nephew of Nancy Pelosi. This is kind of long, Joe, uh, just to give you a heads up. In his old age, George Soros has turned his political empire over to his son, Alex Soros. In 2024, Zoomers are officially set to replace Boomers as the largest voting demographic in America. Last week, Taylor Swift registered over 40,000 voters with a single Instagram post, and most of them were Zoomers. She has decided to engage in an anti-Trump tirade in which she is using her platform to make abortion and fear-mongering about divisiveness as the number one issue to get people registered to vote. She has more followers than President Trump has on both X and Instagram, and now she's dating a pro athlete, Travis Kelsey, who just signed with Pfizer to push the COVID vaccines to millions of sports fans and Zoomers. Even though data shows us that young people and athletes who take the vaccine are developing myocarditis and dropping dead from health issues like cardiac arrest. Kelsey embraces anti-American values because he kneeled for the national anthem in 2017. Uh, goes on to say, <coughs> Taylor Swift also just launched a world tour. And after she travels the world this year, she's coming back to the U.S. right before the U.S. elections for what looks to be her version of an October surprise. She's spending three days in Miami in the last week of October 24 where she will likely make a big push to get people to the polls. Florida is the largest swing state in the nation and also happens to be where Rhonda Sanctus signed a six-week abortion ban. The Eras Global Tour that Taylor Swift is currently on is supposed to be a tour featuring all of her albums. This is where it gets good. However, she has lamented in the past that Alex Soros and George Soros bought the rights to her music in her first six albums when Scooter Braun sold it to private private equity firm tied to the Soros family for $300 million. Do you think that, the ref, that in their efforts to beat Donald Trump at 24 and destroy America, that George and Alexander Soros would have, have made a deal with Taylor Swift to help her get back the rights to all of her albums as long as she helps Democrats get elected in 24? $300 million isn't a lot of money when you realize the 2020 presidential election cycle was the most expensive election season in U.S. history with a price tag of $14.4 billion. That is nearly double the cost of election season in 2016. How is Taylor Swift doing a world tour with all of her albums if George Soros and Alex Soros helped strip her of her rights to her first six albums she claimed in an old Instagram post below? Were deals made between the Soros family and Taylor Swift in a presidential election year? I provided the receipts below. The end. Okay, so for sure, do you see, do you see how the, the Kelsey thing plays in? By the way, this tweet got three million views on X, but yes. I'm tell it's all it's all it's 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 all a ploy. It's all a ploy. They get these celebrities to make you think and it's it's the, the whole bread and circus thing. It it's it's not working like it did definitely like it did twenty years ago, and it's not working like it did four or five years ago. Yeah. Um I know all right, let's I know we're gonna wrap up here soon, but uh we wanted to finish with um, the GOP debate last night. I know you said you didn't watch any of it. Um, I noticed Vivek's hair kept on just getting taller and taller and taller every I, shot. I wish Vivek 
would do something with the sideburns and the hair. But that's just me. Um, I watched a little bit of it. I was going back and forth between um, Trump's speech and the, to the United Auto Workers, which was electric, by the way. If Trump wins the auto workers in Michigan, he wins Michigan. So um, he gave a speech to some auto workers or, uh, last night, which was awesome. Um, but we should also note that Biden went there and stood in line with the pick. It was the first time I think a president crossed the picket line and yeah. stood there, and he looked like a, a skeleton. But go on. Yeah. Um. By the way, um. Laura Loomer, why is Katie Hobbs no longer governor tonight? What's happening in Arizona? Uh, by the way, Dan Bongino reiterated the fact that Donald Trump's life is in danger this week on his podcast. Um, so, but this GOP debate last night was an absolute shit show. Um, I mean, no one could even talk without someone else cutting them off. It sounded uh, like a park and they just go, the townsfolk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a, a Chris Christie called Donald Trump Donald Duck. Uh, <laughs> what, an, what an embarrassing, what an embarrassing human being he is. Uh, people were taking shots at Vivek. Uh, the Sanctus looked okay. Uh, looked actually looked more normal. But Joe, I know you had a clip from the debate last night. You want to play that? Yeah, this is how you know that we are in the late republic. It's, it's over for Rome. Questions like this at the debate. That you're dropping out. So... Which one of you, on stage tonight, should be voted off the island? Please use your marker to write your choice on the notepad in front of you. 15 seconds, starting now. Of the people on the stage, who should be I'm absolutely serious. With all due respect, I mean, we're here. Like, we're we're happy to debate. I think that that's disrespectful to my fellow competitors. Nobody wants to That that was that was Ron DeSantis' strongest moment, I think. Not strongest, but that was a strong moment for him. And do do you see do you see what's going on here? Dana Perino, Bush lackey, former Bush, I think, um, press correspondent or uh, press um, secretary. Press secretary, Dana Perino. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a clown question. What is this? Do you realize we got a wide open border? We we got a war with Russia possibly looming. Because we are in a proxy war that we're spending $70 billion on, plus giving them equipment and weapons. We got Taiwan, China. We have how many countries in Africa are being overthrown? How many democracies are we losing under Joe Biden? And you're worried about a survivor show where you want to write down who you want to vote off the primary. Yeah. And they were talking about amnesty for illegals, which is a completely democratic concept. If you say that on a, on a Republican <clears throat> debate, you should be tied to a chair and everyone should throw pies at you for the rest of the debate. Yeah. That's how stupid the amnesty. Am- Reagan did amnesty and you see where it got us? It just happened all over again 20 years later. It's a cycle. You got to secure the border. Is it that hard to understand? <laughs> again. When are people going to wake up? When is it going to be bad enough for people? Because, like Dan Bongino says, must not be bad enough yet. So, who would you vote off the aisle in a, in a debate? We have children drowning debate. at children drowning at the border. We have people. We are we are in a credit crisis. 
we have people that aren't going to be able to afford their college student loans here when they start up again next week. And that's the survivor. Who would you vote off? <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, I saw a statistic the other day. It's like people had all this extra savings during COVID and during the pandemic as people weren't going out, they weren't traveling. They had all this extra money saved up and that is all evaporated. It's like uh, the amount of money that people have in their savings is like has dwindled to a very, very low number here in America. People are living paycheck to paycheck. Um, <clears throat> interest rates are up and climbing. Inflation is through the roof. And there is literally no end in sight to any of this, any of these problems. I don't know if Donald Trump could do it, can fix it, but um, he's the guy that we think that has the only chance of doing so. So the final battle is coming, folks. The final battle is coming. Um, anything else, Joe? Uh, we should do some disclosure. Oh, yeah, here. I got a, I got a clip from, I believe this is, is this Nancy Mace? Hold on one second. Oh, went off my Twitter for a second. Yeah, Nancy Mace here. Uh, it's five minutes long. Let me try to find a shorter one. Hunter knew Joe Biden hanging out with CCP businessmen would be a bad look, so he tried to pull a genius move on us with this whole "my uncle's brother" bullshit. I mean, she's she's really she's she. It's something about treason. Hold on, I'll find it. Pretty know the president took bribes from Burisma. I also want to add, betraying your country is treason. So, Nancy May's come with some smoke here a little bit in the impeachment inquiry hearing. First one, I believe, since what? Donald Trump. Yeah. A few, a few years ago. Amazing. All right, let's, uh, let's go into discos for, for at least a couple. We'll do like five, ten minutes of discos, and we'll get okay. out of here. Just cut me off whenever you're ready. Um, <clears throat> almost two-thirds of, this is today, almost two-thirds of Germans want the country to accept fewer migrants as skepticism about immigration is growing. 64% favor Germany taking in fewer migrants, 12 points more than in May of this year. Only 5% advocate taking in more migrants. Here, before you uh, give your thoughts on this, speaking of this, we also saw the island, Italian island of Lampedusa being overrun with migrants. Thousands uh, that uh, are now taken to Sicily and then offward into Italy. I mean, you talk about the United States border, Italy, which is a much, much, much smaller country, getting overrun with migrants, hundreds of thousands, and they're simply not sustainable. So, uh, Hitler and Mussolini will be turning over in their graves right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, European Central Bank Chief Lagarde, Christine Lagarde, says the digital euro, central bank digital currency, will not be entirely anonymous, as is the case with a bank. Yeah, not entirely anonymous means we'll know everything about you the second mm -hmm. you use it. Russia has stopped uranium exports to the United States. Forbes just updated the headline and article text. Rosatom denies stopping the export of Russian uranium to the United States. So which is it? <laughs> which is it? Uh, Germany's economic output is expected to drop 0.6% for the entire year in 2023. Worse than the top economic research institutes projected earlier this year. Hmm. 
Europe's largest economy. Trudeau on honoring a Nazi in the House of Commons. It is extremely troubling to think that this egregious error is being politicized by Russia and its supporters to provide false propaganda about what Ukraine is fighting for. I, I texted you, Joe. I hate him so freaking bad. He makes my stomach turn. I mean, this is, what, a week or two after we find out that that whole Native American children being burned and buried at churches was false. Now you actually are inviting not literal Nazis, Waffen-SS Nazis. Yeah. Like, this is this is like they got all the Nazis and they put them in a military unit to fight. Like, yep. Come on. They're not Nazi ties. They are actual Nazis. You should apologize and you should resign. But I'm not Canadian, so. <clears throat> he, said, he did say sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the boot time. Yep. Analysis shows in the year after the George Floyd protest, the biggest public companies added over 300,000 jobs. And 94% of them went to people of color. What were they? What were the jobs? Cleaning up rubble. <laughs> it says the S&P 100 added more than 300,000 jobs and 94% went to people of color. That it's was amazing. the year after the Black Lives Matter. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, oh, this was something we didn't talk about yet. Large mob looted multiple stores and damaged property across Center City, Philadelphia, Tuesday night. Joe, this was absolutely insane to see these videos coming out of Philadelphia the other night. Flash mob style looting going on. Lululemon, uh, Fine Wine and Good Spirits, uh, different stores. Uh, did you see this? Tell me you saw this. I saw it. And it, it honestly, I don't know. It, I don't know if like 2020 just like toughened me, but I thought back at 2020, it's, it's, it's like nothing when you think back to like 2020 that we were seeing that every weekend in 2020. May, oh, the, the entire month of May and some of June, we were seeing that in 2020. So it, it, was, it was weird to see it again. But what, what happened? Did someone announce that they weren't going to have four stores open or something? In Target. Target. Within, within the hour. It was, it was looted within the hour. Yep. And, the, and, the, and the, uh, the person that was recording all this apparently got arrested as well. Uh, is she still in jail? I don't know. She's not, Mark. I forget the blogger's name, Ash, Ashtray or something. I, mm-hmm. it's, it's actually a lady, I think. When you see these videos, I mean, who would want to be a police officer, especially in Philadelphia? I mean, why are you using stun guns on all these people? Pepper spray. I mean, there's nothing in a crowd like that. If you if if you're referring to the video that I saw, and, and there's nothing you can do unless you show up there in force with riot gear. There is absolutely nothing you could do. You have to just let, like a fire, just let it burn out. Yeah. Philadelphia is an absolute hellhole. And again, Philadelphia, people in Philadelphia, they see that, they'll keep voting Democrat. Uh, NYC Mayor Adams unleashes 400-pound K-5 police robot on New Yorkers. It now patrols the Times Square subway station, the city's busiest underground transit hub. Okay, it can't arrest anyone. I'm guessing it can't. So all it's going to do is collect information off people. Yeah. What is the point here? It says powered by Nvidia's AI, the K5 model was previously run over a child and rolled itself fatally into a fountain. I mean, what's the, what are we? What is this thing here? It probably just collects our biometric data. 
Good. I mean, it probably does. Yeah. Um, so, Mayor Adams, what are you doing about the migrant the migrant uh, crisis in your city? Costing New York taxpayers over a billion dollars, Joe. A billion to deal with these migrants, to house them, to feed them, send them to school. They also, a Korean War veteran, I believe, was kicked out of <clears throat> his, his place of where he, where he lived yep. to make room for a migrant, which I don't know how that's possible, but I just saw it really quick in passing. Correct. CIA secretly escorted Dr. Fauci into agency headquarters to influence its COVID origins investigation, according to the information gathered by the select subcommittee. Interesting. Uh, Costa Rica to declare a state of emergency amid surge of migrants crossing the country. This is what I was saying earlier. Costa Rica. So these people are leaving Venezuela by the tens of thousands and crossing through Panama into Costa Rica, into Honduras, going up through Latin America and into Mexico. How do they make their way that far, Joe, from South America to Texas by foot? It's a great question. It's a, it's a long walk. In the, is it the Darien Gap? Is that is that Panama? The Darien Gap is. I can't remember, but um, it's a long trek, and you gotta just assume that not everyone lives. The it's like the Oregon Trail. We don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe only three out of five live. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, and then think about all the cartels that or trying to exploit you as you go through. Ay, ay, ay. Hunter Biden received payments originating from China with Joe Biden's Delaware home listed as the beneficiary address. I mean, if that's what's going to be enough evidence. Do you really need to see him walking out of a bank with a bag with the dollar, like the money sign on it in a Chinese, like with Xi Jinping behind him? People just don't care. You're going to keep pulling the Democratic lever. Uh, Canadian House Speaker Anthony Rota resigns after honoring Yaroslav Punka, a Nazi who fought with the 14th Division of the Waffen-SS against the Russians in Ukraine in World War II. Does it, I mean, does anyone vet these people? <laughs> you would think you would want to know a little bit about this guy you're going to give a standing ovation to twice. You uh, would think. Also, um, did you notice, because since our last episode, Zelensky was back in Washington, D.C. Did you notice the reception he got this time? Granted, it's a Republican House, controlled House. But the um, reception he got this time versus last time? Yeah. He wasn't allowed to speak on the House floor. Yeah. He wasn't, allowed, he wasn't given an audience. He wasn't treated like royalty. That's how it should have been last time. Yeah. And we'd have been $70 billion richer. Oh, my. I just don't understand why we keep sending money over there. Um, <clears throat> mRNA injections against COVID or the host response to them can lead to vaginal bleeding in a wide range of women in new study thoughts. We were told that absolutely specifically nothing was wrong. They were safe and effective. Yep. Bleeding out of your vagina sound, might sound normal to some. And I'm sure I'm sure for half the population it is. Yeah. But to me, it just does not seem it's normal. No. 
Imagine Body getting your period, period getting your period twice. You wouldn't think something's wrong. Right. Getting a little bit rated R here for the podcast. <laughs> Biden nearly trips again as he exits Air Force One using the short stairs. This comes after reports that his team is on a mission to stop him from falling so much. It's bad, man. I mean, if you can't if you can't walk up, if if they have to change the way you get on the airplane and you still can't get on and off the airplane without a risk of falling. Down. Listen, if he was in a nursing home, there'd be someone next to him 24 seven. So he didn't fall. Yeah, I know. And then whenever he did fall, did you see the bottoms of his shoes when he fell at the <clears throat> military academy? No. Uh, he had like them holes in his shoes. I don't know if they're used to like, I, I don't know. It was weird. Look up the, the bottom, the soles of Joe Biden's shoes when he fell at the uh, graduation ceremony. <laughs> UK Home Secretary, multiculturalism has failed. Is, is, is he just, that's just, he's just realizing that right now? Yeah. Keep on trying, please. Yeah. All right. Um, how about Rishi Sunak pulling out of the uh, reversing course there on the uh, climate change initiatives? That's good. What's to this? See. Rishi Sunak. Check it out, Joe. Reversing course on climate change initiatives in England. Mm. Um, check it out. CIA is preparing to roll out an AI for U.S. spy agencies to sift through huge amounts of available data. CIA. I don't know what that means, but okay. What could go wrong? Um, German Foreign Minister Baerbock considers the country's energy transition and export model for foreign countries. Winter is going to be so so funny to read, go back and read these headlines. <clears throat> yep. Majority of offset projects that have sold the most carbon credits are likely junk, according to a new analysis. The global multi-billion dollar voluntary carbon trading industry has been embraced by governments, organizations, corporations, and universities as a way of claiming to reduce their greenhouse gas footprint. We're still doing the whole greenhouse gas thing whenever China. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Black Lives Matter organizer. Behind the protest, that toppled Edward Colston's statue in Bristol amidst fraud after funds raised from donors go missing. So, yeah, this is, in, I think, in the United Kingdom. Yep. Uh, next. Dan Andrews, Premier of Victoria, Australia, who presided over some of the world's longest and most draconian COVID lockdowns, has resigned. Good. <clears throat> yeah. Good. U.S. government debt rises to $33.1 trillion, an increase of $100 billion in just five days and $1 trillion in the last 90 days. $1 <laughs> trillion in the last 90 days, Joe. Let that sink in. What? Wow. How? Where is it going? You couldn't light the money on fire. You realize how much a trillion is? The national debt when we were in college was under $10 trillion. It is now up to $33 trillion. That's after we fought two wars. One lasted for 17 years, and we left the, all the equipment there. Keep in mind, we didn't get any of our equipment back in Afghanistan. Uh, what happens when we have to pay? 
interest is coming up on some of these, I'm sure. Yeah. So every child, uh, as soon as a child's born, just know that's about a quarter million dollars a child's a debt slave to. No one will do it, but, but my uh, idea is to institute a na- 1% national tax, sales tax, and use it to pay down the debt. It'll never happen, but it's my idea. My idea is to take every single <clears throat> member of in the government, put them on a nice trial. If they're guilty, tar and feather them or worse. And then start over, start over using tariffs, no taxes. We're going to do it the right way. We're going to use yeah. tariffs like, like, like our founding fathers wanted to, to pay for stuff. Yeah. Michelle Obama to rake in a whopping 700,000 euros for one hour lecture on inclusion and diversity in Munich. Oh, 700,000 euros. How nervous do you think the, the chef is cooking for that event? Uh, Rumble pl- video platform could face the risk of being shut down in the United Kingdom under newly approved online safety laws. Okay, now I think this I is actually, around that I Russell actually brand. Like, I, I like Rumble. I'm not going to lie. We should yeah. we should explore moving to Rumble eventually. I'm a, I'm a big Rumble guy. I was watching Trump's speech on Rumble last night. Um, United States recorded over 11,000 illegal immigrant encounters over the past 24 hours. Those are big numbers. Yeah. All right, Mark. Uh, I got a, another minute or two, and then we're gonna have to. Well, let's on. go. Let's let's wrap it up, Joe. If you, uh, what are your closing thoughts? Take us home. So, first of all, Kate, we I wanted to say this for the end. What happened with the Katie Hobbs situation, where she just decided? In the middle of the night last night, she was flying out of Arizona, and she was no longer the governor for the next few hours. Mark, did you hear anything about this at all? I don't know, and I don't know why the first or second people in, in the line of succession weren't the acting yes. governor. So the, th- the third or fourth person, Republican, Republican Kimberly Yee, is currently the acting governor of Arizona. Um I, I, I don't know. This is just a developing situation. We're gonna... But the only thing I could think of, Mark, maybe she didn't want to be seen in the tarmac meeting Joe Biden. Can't uh, that's the only thing that's not a conspiracy level uh, event that I could think of. She just didn't want to be seen meeting with Joe Biden. Yeah. Wow. If it's that Can't bad, be. if it's that bad, no wonder why they're asking him not to run in 2024. And you're seeing the polls like you are. But, yeah. Um, that's all I wanted to end on that note. It was just a very weird Katie Hobbs just up and left and is no longer governor for the next few hours. We'll, we'll follow that one. Plus, um, the impeachment inquiry and much more. We'll be back next week though. Um, Mark, anything you want to say, you want to give anyone a shout out, anything at all? Guys, uh, pay attention, pay attention out there. All right. Um, we are in, we're deep in it now. And, uh, Everyone needs to be on the same page. So uh, that's all I got. We'll see you guys uh, next few days. Thanks for listening to Thinking Logically. See you soon. Thank you.